We all know a pessimist, one who has a hard time finding a silver lining. But what happens when what starts as a gloomy mindset turns into a tragic lifestyle, like the man in this week's episode? Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Yes, that includes sound effects. We do this by using true life stories of real people. I'm Timothy Gregory, and I've got a question for you. What is your outlook on life? Although some of us hop out of bed full of purpose, ready to face the day, some stumble out of bed, barely eking out a life of quiet desperation, where the idea of joy and purpose isn't even a consideration. Which begs the question, how do we find a new outlook amidst the realities and sufferings of life? That's the question we'll be exploring in the Potting Shed Classic. Let's jump in. It's no secret that a lot of people are stuck in the past. There are those who peaked in high school, or the washed-up actress who longingly pines for the glory days. And yes, sometimes people cope by trying to fit back into their old clothes, or buying a car that they can't pronounce the name of. However, some just fall into a pessimistic mindset, where they believe the best is behind them and it's just downhill from there, where hopelessness has set in and they will forever be trapped in a pit of worthlessness, which is exactly what happened to the man in this week's episode. Also, you want to stick around because later we are going to give the rest of you an opportunity to enter our sweepstakes drawing for a prize. No, it's not a cash prize, but it is a prize. And I think it's a prize that you are really going to like if we draw your name. But first, this classic Memorial Day story of The Potting Shed on this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. Since the time of the Civil War, May 30th, and then the final Monday in May, were deemed Memorial Day in the United States, a major holiday honoring those who have given their lives for American liberties. For this occasion, today's story is a classic, written about a fictitious man named Dave Foster. His story is composed of both fact and fiction because we've used true events from the lives of several real people. Most importantly, 
Even though the story is fictional, the truth it shares is accurate and meaningful. Here's the classic true story we're calling The Potting Shed, right now on Unshackled. People say that once you've been a military pilot, it's hard to live with your feet on the ground. I discovered just how true that is when my flying days ended and I lost one job after another. I know what you're thinking. How could the once great Major Dave Foster with nerves of steel end up begging for pennies and living on the streets? I think it was mostly because I just gave up on myself. I was bitter and discouraged, thinking that everybody else had given up on me too. Then one day I landed in a homeless shelter, fluctuating between not caring and caring just enough to hope. Hey guys, phone call. Quiet down so I can hear. Uh, what, what was that again? Okay, ho- hold on. Hey, I, I got a guy on the phone says he has a job for somebody. Doing what, Fred? Uh, Mr. Garrett, what's the job, sir? Uh, oh, a greenhouse? Uh, says he needs someone to work in his potting shed. <laughs> what in the world's a potting shed? <laughs> oh, oh, I see, I see. Well, he says this place is 40 miles away. Uh, jobs only for one day. 40 miles for one day's work, not me. Uh-uh, you can forget that. You count me out. Hey, Fred. I'm not doing that. You I'll do it. Seriously, Dave? How? Yeah. You gonna walk there? <laughs> uh, Mr. Garrett, I got I to gotta take her, sir, but I'm afraid. Uh, oh, oh, you will? Oh, okay. Hey, Dave, he says he'll be sending somebody to pick you up. Oh, Dave, a chauffeur. Man, you getting up in the world. Going in style. <laughs> okay, okay, he'll be ready. Thanks, Mr. Garrett. Uh, so, Dave, uh, you ever work in a potting shed before? I don't think so. What is it? <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know either, but look, uh, I do know this man, Garrett, and he's fair-minded, a good guy, and he'll, he'll treat you right. It's fine by me. Off the streets and a day's pay, that's all I care about. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but since I didn't care much about anything anyway, I figured I might as well do something. Better than sitting around bored, I was surprised when I got there. Mr. Garrett was really pleasant, and the greenhouse was filled with sunshine and growing plants. Wow! So this is a greenhouse. Nothing like being around growing things. You ever do any gardening, Dave? Well, no, Mr. Garrett. I hope that doesn't disqualify me. (laughs) No, no, but we may find out if you got a green thumb. A what? Green thumb. Either you have it or you don't. Well, don't count on me having it, unless it's bad luck. I seem to attract that. Hmm. You attract bad luck? Well, let's just say my luck is usually the kind that's run out. Oh, I see. Well, I believe it's never too late to make changes. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so where's this potting shed I'm supposed to work in? Right through that door. Come on, I'll show you. Quieter in here. Kind of dark, too. Yep. Good place for a man to think while he works. So this is a potting shed. You're not growing something illegal in here, are you? (laughs) No, no. My wife wouldn't stand for that. So what do you need help with? Uh, See all those empty pots? Memorial Day's coming up, which means we'll have lots of folks buying potted plants. 
Like those red and white ones over there? Yep, geraniums. Each one of them has to be planted in fresh dirt in their own pot. Big job. Why do you need so many? Folks use them to honor their loved ones on Memorial Day. They buy flowers and patriotic colors to honor our veterans. Memorial Day, huh? Great. What's that mean? Oh, nothing. Hand me one of those pots and I'll get started. Maybe we'll see if my thumb's green after all. Now, I could tell that Dave Foster was a man who had forgotten who he was. And it got me to thinking that this job might do him some good. See, I'd once been a man without purpose myself. And this old pot and shed was just the medicine I needed back then. So I left Dave alone for a while to test out his green thumb while I walked across the field to see my wife. Clara! There you are. Need your coffee? That and some advice. The new man from the mission not working out? He is. At least I think he is. But? Well, he may be needing that pot and shed more than I need his help. Aha. Uh -huh. Hmm. How long can you keep him busy? Depends. On what? How broken he is. <laughs> or until he learns that broken pots can be mended. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure he'll listen. Oh, I don't know. You did. And you're about as broken as a pot can be. <laughs> Clara, are you always right? Most of the time. Don't you know that by now, dear? <laughs> <laughs> Doing the mundane work of potting geraniums in a dark, tight space sure gets a guy to thinking. I could tell Mr. Garrett was the kind of man who expected the best from his employees, but he was also encouraging and had a kind of faith in people. I started thinking maybe this one-day job might just change my luck and turn into two, as long as he didn't bring up Memorial Day again. Hey, you've made a good start, Dave. <sighs> Do people really buy these things? For Memorial Day, they always have. Why? I don't know. It, it seems pointless to me. Buying something as a memorial just to let it die in a cemetery. Well, I think memorials are mostly for the living. What do you mean? They're meant to make us stop for a moment from our busy lives and think. About what? Life and death, honor and respect, God and eternity, maybe. <laughs> Life and death. I've seen plenty of that. Honor and respect? Sounds nice, but too few actually have it. God and eternity? <laughs> Forget it. I'd rather be mindlessly bored. Why is that? You really think God cares about people? I do. Well, if God really cared about people, why do so many people have messed up tragic lives? Messed up and tragic? Yeah. And why hasn't he helped me? What do you think God should have done? He should have stopped me. From what? From all the wrong choices I made. You ever ask God to help you make the right choices? <laughs> you mean like pray? No, <laughs> not really, officially. So if... God performed some special miracle to give you direction. Would you have listened? Back then, probably not. Then, why are you blaming God for where you are now? My coffee break was interesting that day as Clara and I discussed that little talk in the pot and shed. I knew I couldn't push Dave too hard, but I also knew he was searching for more than just the security of a job. Clara reminded me that self-respect once lost is very hard to rebuild. And that got me to thinking, 
if I could manage to show Dave I trusted him, maybe then he would consider talking about his need for faith in something bigger than himself. To my surprise, Mr. Garrett actually seemed to be pleased with the work I was doing, and he kept me on the job beyond that first day. He even let me wait on customers in his greenhouse. But the real shock was when I realized he'd actually begun to trust me. When he took his coffee breaks, he left me alone in the greenhouse, all by myself, with the open cash drawer full of money. Hello? Yeah, back here. I'm coming. Uh, oh, excuse me, young man. I, I, I'm looking for Mr. Garrett. He's out for a few minutes, but I can help you. Oh, oh, fine. I'm Mrs. Lucy, and I need a potted plant. I always purchase one from Mr. Garrett for Memorial Day. My husband was a veteran, you know. Yes, ma'am. Geranium, maybe? It's lovely. How much is it? This one's, uh, $25. Really? Oh, my. They aren't usually that expensive. Well, you can't put a price on honoring a soldier, can you? No, I, I guess not. So, you'll be paying with cash, ma'am? Well, um, uh, I, yeah, yes, I, I, I suppose so. I knew I charged old Mrs. Lucy way more than the actual price, but I figured it was good business for the greenhouse to make as much on those plants as possible. But my real challenge came when I opened the register and saw all that cash there. I hadn't seen that much money in a long time. And I wondered if Mr. Garrett would miss it if I just took, oh, enough to tide me over for a few days. He was due back from his coffee break any minute, so I would have to decide quickly. And I knew my future rested on the choice I would make. All right, folks, we'll get back to the potting shed in just a moment. But first, I want to share a bit about how our ministry is able to bring hope to people all over the world. Unshackled is now in its 71st year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of, well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link, if there's one where you're listening, or... Visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org. And then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check, unshackled. We take checks. You mail that check to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now, back to the Potting Shed Classic. I was just walking back to the greenhouse when I saw Mrs. Lucy arrive. She was a regular customer, and I decided to stand just outside the door to watch as Dave waited on her. It concerned me when I saw him overcharge her, but what grieved me the most was watching the way that he counted all the money in the cash drawer. 
Now, from where I was standing, I, I couldn't quite make out all of his movements, but as I heard the cash drawer close, I decided to make my presence known. <clears throat> uh, Dave, you here? Oh, Mr. Gary, where, where'd you come from? I saw Mrs. Lucy leaving. You make a sale? Uh, yeah, I did. Hope you treated her fairly. Uh, what do you mean? She's a widow. Okay, so? So, she lives on a pension that barely keeps a roof over her head. Doesn't have much to spare for anything extra. Oh, I see. Do you? What did you charge her? I, I, uh, well, I thought I should make as much as I could on each plant. For your business. So, you overcharged her? Well, I, I don't... Did you put her for $25 in the cash drawer? Um, I, I did, but... Uh, All of it? Well, yes, but... I see now I made a mistake. What'll I find if I open the drawer? Her $25. But, you see, I, I didn't know... Wait a minute, you think I took some of that money? I sure hope not, Dave. Well, I didn't. Look for yourself. I, I admit I was tempted... And I guess I did cheat her, but... I'm, I'm relieved, Dave. It's all here. Look, Mr. Garrett, I've lost a lot of things lately, but I do still have some self-respect. What's this? Oh, just a coin I carry with me. Why was it inside the cash drawer? <sighs> Honestly, I thought seeing it there and remembering what it says would help me think twice next time I'm tempted. Hmm. Honor, respect, dignity. Good words to live by. Look... I know it's hard to believe to look at me now, but I was once an Air Force pilot. And a respected one, judging by this coin. Back then, I deserved respect. But you don't think you do anymore? Not lately. I even broke a few of your pots working on the geraniums, but I didn't steal from you. You haven't cornered the market on mistakes, Dave. I've broken a few pots in my life, too. Not like I have. We're all the same in the eyes of God, Dave. By the grace of God, I'm no longer in your situation but that's only because I learned something that you haven't yet. What's that? Christ could take the broken pieces of our lives and make something beautiful grow in an old container. But, Mr. Garrett, what happens when all you have left are broken pots? I knew that question wasn't going to be an easy one to answer. I headed back to the house, leaving Dave in the shed, holding on to his coin and looking like he needed some time alone to think about fixing the broken parts of his life. Back so soon? Dave overcharged old Mrs. Lucy. That's easy to fix. What else is bothering you? I didn't know that he was a decorated veteran. Sometimes even heroes lose their way. You know that. Gonna talk to him about making things right with Mrs. Lucy? Bigger problem is he's utterly hopeless. About what? A life of failure and loss. The world's full of people who seem respectable but are lost in the eyes of God. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> are you gonna... Yep. Hand me my Bible. Our Dave needs Jesus. Oh, oh here we go. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. <laughs> Sounds like you have some repairs to make out in the potting shed. After Mr. Garrett left, I stood there for a while in the quiet darkness of the shed, reading the words on my coin. How had I gotten so lost that I'd given up all those values? Respect, honor, dignity. 
Maybe because remembering hurt too much. I felt shame. A fresh start seemed impossible, yet something about Mr. Garrett made me want to believe. Thanks, come again. Another Memorial Day sale? Yep, and I charged him correctly this time. I'm sure you did. But what do I do about Mrs. Lucy? You could talk to her the next time she comes in. I need to pay her back. From my own paycheck, of course. She'll appreciate that. Just tell her you made a mistake. Great. I'll just add it to my long list. Why don't you confess? What do you mean? Well, it's good for the soul. Confession. <laughs> if I start that, I may never finish. Well, Dave, could you bring me that pot over there? The broken one? What do you want this one for? I get that you don't like Memorial Day much. Reminds me of things I'd rather forget. But this broken pot is a memorial sorts for me. How so? Let me ask you something. Do you have any keepsakes? Mmm, two, three if you count the coin you saw. Mind if I see them? Well, uh, I have this picture here. Ah, who's the cute little girl? My daughter. We're, uh, estranged. Ever think about calling her? She doesn't even know I'm alive anymore. Hmm. And what are these silver wings? From my pilot days. Nice. So, Dave, why are these the things that you keep? Well, it's hard to explain. Sometimes those days seem like a dream, you know? Like they were never real. Back when I had steady hands, respect, a family. But when I look at them, at these things, I know they actually happened. You remember me telling you that memorials are mostly for the living? Yeah. Well, all these treasures of yours are memorials. You kept them because they give you hope when you see them, even though you still grieve over what you've lost. Yeah, because I can never live up to those things again. You don't have to, Dave. Memorials are to remember things that matter to us, things we shouldn't forget. But God doesn't want us to live only in the past. He has a better plan to help us move on with our lives. A plan, huh? One that will cover the past while giving us a way to make a brand new start. Hmm. Kind of like planting a new flower in that broken pot? <laughs> exactly like that. You could say this old pot is a memorial to the old life that I left behind. So we should remember the old things to find a new path forward. God has a plan for your life, Dave. And when you find him, you'll find your hope again. Now, I want to read you something. I spent a lot of time that day talking with Dave about how Jesus could change his life. Even shared with him some of my own broken past. I explained that all of us have sinned and fallen short of God's plan for us and that because of what Jesus did on the cross, we can have a fresh start with a faith that gives us a strength greater than ourselves. He must have given it some serious thought because the next day... Good morning, Dave. It is a good morning, Mr. Garrett. We sold all the Memorial Day geraniums. That's good news for the greenhouse. Good news for me too, sir. Oh, you feeling better about Memorial Day now? More than that. I now know what I've been missing. I need that greater strength you talked about to wipe away my past and plan my future. Glad to hear that. So, sounds like you're ready. When do we place a memorial in your life, Dave? A memorial? 
I'm not sure what you mean. When will you be ready to say, here in this place, on this day, Dave chose to leave behind his old ways and receive Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior? When will you be ready to say, here in this old potting shed on this day, Dave became a new creature in Christ with a plan and a future? I see. I'm ready, Mr. Garrett. How about today? I've always said that memorials are intended to make us mindful of all that has been meaningful in our lives. On that day, one of the most meaningful memorials of all was raised. Invisible, but altogether real, as Dave and I prayed in that sunny greenhouse. It was the beginning of a new life, witnessed by God, a few greenhouse sparrows, and by so great a cloud of witnesses that heaven was surely rejoicing. Later that day, when I was getting ready to drive Dave back to the mission, he asked to borrow one of the broken pots from the potting shed. I wasn't sure why he wanted it, but as we walked into that mission together, I discovered that there was one more memorial to be added to that day. Hey, guys, uh, if I could have your attention, quiet please. Now y'all know Dave Foster, he, he's one of us, uh, and he's been getting back on his feet here at the mission. And today, he tells me that, uh, well, he has something important on his mind, and he'd like to share it with all of you. Dave? Thanks, Fred. <clears throat> uh, you guys know I'm not comfortable giving speeches, but uh, I have found something so meaningful that I knew I needed to tell you. It changed my life. You see this broken pot? Yeah, it looks like something you drug out of the trash heap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure does. Well, that's what my life looked like. Broken, dirty, useless, and ready to be thrown away. But I discovered that something beautiful can grow in a dirty old pot, and I'd like to tell you about it. Because if God can take all the broken places in my life and make them strong again, I know we can do the same for you. Broken pots can still grow beautiful plants when you give your life to Christ. Like Dave discovered working in the potting shed, just because something had a purpose a lifetime ago doesn't mean it's useless now. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Friend, no matter what season you're in, God has a purpose for it. Like Dave, you might be longing for days gone by when you felt confident and successful. God will meet you in your broken and painful present, but at first must begin with the seed of life, new life. When you surrender your life over to Jesus Christ, he gives you new purpose. And when you turn to him in those moments of hopelessness, like a flower growing in an old pot, he can create a budding sense of purpose and worth to grow inside you. Now, we love hearing from our listeners here on the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, so send us your questions and we'll answer them here. It can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org 
Or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We would love to hear from you, but in the meantime, here's a fun fact about Unshackled. Did you know Unshackled is broadcast on over 3,100 radio outlets? We do our best to provide our program to as many as possible so all can listen to the testimonies of God's goodness. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast and Don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform, Unshackled Daily Devotionals and Unshackled In Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. Okay, here's the prize for our upcoming sweepstakes contest, a beautiful wooden scripture plaque. And I believe the scripture on this uh, particular plaque is Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the earth. Folks, this is a gorgeous plaque, especially if you're looking for uh, daily inspiration from scripture. You will love this authentic and um, very unique wooden plaque. The plaque has been sawn from a tree branch or a log, Uh, and cut in such a way to retain as much of the bark around the perimeter as possible. I didn't actually witness that happening, but I can assure you it did. It's been handcrafted around the natural character and the beauty of the wood that God created. So all you have to do to enter our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast Sweepstakes Drawing, (gasps) that's a mouthful, is call 312-281-1264 or email podcast at unshackled.org, and give us your name, phone number, and email. Your name, phone number, and email. The winner of this sweepstakes uh, drawing for this beautiful scripture plaque will be announced on July 26th, but the deadline for entry is July 21st. The deadline for entry, July 21st. And next time... My boy is a high school graduate. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Dad. Here. What's this? A gift. Titled the property. What property? (laughs) This one. You are the proud owner of this tavern. Dad, I don't know what to say. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. Thank you. Harold Sullivan was led by greed to grow his tavern business through entertainment gambling. We expanded and added pool tables, dice tables, and some machines. This only opened the door to the mob. Sit down, Sullivan. Well, I've got... We want to talk business. All right. You got a nice little place here. Thanks. We want to be fair to you, Sullivan, so we'll make you a deal. What happened next makes for one of the strangest stories we have ever told. You'll hear it all as we bring you part one of the classic true story of Harold Sullivan on the next Unshackled. Heard in this Memorial Day classic program, The Potting Shed, where... Howard Friedland, Rick Dianowski, Chuck McLennan, and Trish Elliott. Original music and audio engineer, Don Badorf. Sound effects and recording engineer, David Pierczynski. Script, Jack O'Dell and Karen Knight. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ.